Well, I just got back from a run. I'm wired, and I wanted to record a video for you guys. People know that I'm a pretty strong supporter of Ukraine, uh, opponent of dictators around the world, but in particular, uh, Russia. <laughs> in any case, uh, I guess I wanted to say something to why people should support Ukraine. And to me, this is a no-brainer. To me, this is the simplest thing that I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, this is a tyrant, a genocidal tyrant invading a democracy, a peaceful, peace-loving democracy, um, committing a horrific genocide, uh, murdering, raping, killing, chopping head heads off, castrating. I mean, it's it's perverse. It's sickening. It's just unbelievable that this is happening in the 21st century. I mean, hundreds of thousands dead, millions of refugees. But let's say that doesn't move you. Let's say you're just way too hardcore. Um, <laughs> and if you are, you know, shame on you. But in any case, let's say that's the case. Look, Ukraine, in a sense, has already saved the world. If Kiev had fallen... If Ukraine had fallen in three days as we all thought it would, had it lost the war, if we had Medvedchuk, you know, Putin's puppet in power right now, it's pretty certain, almost certain, that thanks to Xi and Putin's friendship and their little Olympic deal, China would have invaded Taiwan, Putin would have tested NATO, and then we'd be at a point where do we follow through on an Article 5 commitments? Do we go and defend Europe? And, and the answer to that would have to be yes, absolutely, which would lead to a world war. We'd already be in a world war. So understand that Ukraine has already prevented a world war in that they had the resilience, the strength, the courage to fight back against what was thought to be the second most powerful army in the world. And they did, and they blew up all these tanks, and they stopped it, and now they're pushing them back with these incredible counteroffensives, and they still are preventing a world war. The, f the only thing now that could lead us into a catastrophic world war is Ukrainian defeat. That's it. Ukrainian victory, the, fastest, the faster Ukrainian victory comes, the better off we are. The longer this war goes on, the more openings there are, the more appeasement comes out, the more risks we undertake. If Ukraine were to win tomorrow, that closes it. That's over. The war is over. Ukraine won. Russia lost. I'm sure Putin will claim victory or say it's a gesture of goodwill or whatever. Oh, you know, we, we denazified Ukraine and it's over. You know, whatever happens, happens. But then the risks are over. Ukraine is free, sovereign, independent, restored to its sovereign borders that include the Eastern Donbass and Crimea, of course. It's all Ukraine. And then the risk of a world war has ended. But so long as this continues, so long as there are these, this, this, this war continues, and that includes any part of, of Ukrainian territory going to Russia. That, that is a continuation of the war because until Ukraine has returned to its sovereign borders, all risks remain. That is just waiting. That is just allowing Russia to regroup and start it all over. And we don't need to look far to see how this 
how this got started. I mean, I mean, th- th- I'm not coming out of nowhere when I say, and I've repeated it a hundred million times, that you show strength, Russia withdraws. You show weakness, Russia escalates. It's not, it's not a crazy notion at all. I mean, every time we've showed weakness, Russia has invaded a country, has continued to overturn the international order, has engaged in assassinations, has abused Interpol, has uh, interfered in the U.S. elections, has interfered in multiple elections throughout Europe. And I mean, this all began because after the invasion of Georgia in 2008, sort of the, the beginning of all this, we responded with offering a rush of reset. A rush of reset. I mean, what can be weaker than a rush of reset? It's the ultimate version of appeasement. They, they went and they occupied Georgian territory and we offered them a reset. We basically offered them a reward for that. And something very, very, very similar happened after the invasion of Ukraine in 2014. So these are two invasions that were responded to with rewards. 2008 with this Russia reset. 2014 was actually Nord Stream 2. So Nord Stream 2, the, the, the infamous pipeline now that you know, allowed Russia to send gas directly to Germany, this corrupt deal, um, taking advantage of German corruption, taking advantage of the, the, you know, the German former German chancellor, Gerhard Schroeder, who's a Putin crony and his networks within Germany and the German elites who, uh, for so many reasons we could get into in another video, um, saw Russian gas as a, as a good solution to their problems, uh, or, or at least one that would make them a lot of, a lot of money in the short term and in particular elites, a lot of money. So all of these times, every single time we have seen Russian aggression, the response has been appeasement. The response has been a reward. The response has been, okay, 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 okay. So when Putin thought, okay, I'm going to invade Ukraine, it's done. I'm going to take Ukraine. Ukraine is a problem. Ukraine is a thorn. Like, Ukraine doesn't exist. You know, I'm going to wipe Ukraine off the face of the earth. I mean, he, you know, he wrote these things. He, 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 he said them for the whole world to see. Well, he's posturing. He's posturing. It's ridiculous. So he writes these things for the whole world to see. And then he invades, and we respond with, you know, whatever, a handful of sanctions, and we offer President Zelensky the infamous ride. And he responds with now the very famous in the history books, I do not need a ride, I need ammunition. And the one thing that Russia got wrong was Ukraine. Russia got us, Putin got us, the West, totally right. Had Ukraine fallen, we would have accepted it. We would have given another win, and, and democracy would be on its back foot. We would be in a world war. I mean, it, it would be the end of the international order completely. Thanks to Ukraine, we have a mulligan. Thanks to Ukraine saving the world, we have another shot. Democracy is not on the back foot. Democracy is in a, is in a place. The free world is in a place where we can save ourselves, where we can reinforce ourselves, where we can fortify our values. And we would not be there if not for Ukraine. So we owe Ukraine an enormous debt, an enormous debt for standing for the values we claim to believe in, for standing for the order we claim to defend, and for defending that order with their lives, with their blood, and using some of the weapons we've given them just in an extraordinary capacity. So, at the end of the day, you should support Ukraine because they're defending the free world, they're defending the international order, and if they 
don't win, I mean, if, 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 if this war is prolonged, it just increases the risk of a world war that the United States will be drawn into. It increases any, 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 you know, any territory that Russia continues to occupy increases the risk of a world war. The only way to get us to a sustainable international order is for Ukraine to be returned to its sovereign borders. Everything after that we'll talk about in the future, but Ukraine must be returned to its sovereign borders, period. And that reduces the risk of a world war back down to 0.0000001 or whatever it was uh, prior to the beginning of this full-scale conflict. But anything short of that, any Elon Musk or David Sachs ideas of, you know, handing territory to Russia? No, 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 no. Anything like that is just a prelude to the next invasion. Putin made clear what his goals were, which cannot be blind here. Putin wants to wipe Ukraine off the face of the earth. That's it. This is genocidal. This is a colonial war. Russia is an empire. We have to understand this. And to be ignorant of it, to wish for peace, you know, immediate peace and immediate ceasefire is only to invite greater war, more risk, more death, the eventual involvement of U.S. troops, and so on and so forth. So we have to help Ukraine. We have to give them everything they ask for. We have to get everything there as quickly as possible. And we have to support Ukraine, Ukrainian victory. Which means the return to Ukraine's sovereign borders. And that's it. I mean, I mean, come on. This isn't a huge ask. <laughs> this, is, this is totally normal. Ukraine is fighting a defensive war. Ukraine must win that war. And that is good for us. And that is good for the free world.